Hello and good morning. Welcome to the live Saturday morning show on Catholics at Home. My name is Kachang Kevin and today, as some of you might know, we have a very special show which is dedicated to all mothers. It's our Mother's Day special live with Mel and Mac. Not me, not me. Uh, what am I doing here? Well, as my mother would always say, whenever I'm at places not wanted, I'm just making sebo. <laughs> yes, that's right. So I'm just going to introduce our host for today. The two lovely ladies who will be hosting the show and having conversations with many mothers out there. So uh, that's the show for today. But before I do that, uh, let me just remind you there's a competition going on. And uh, what we'd like you to do is to share some uh, pictures or, of your mother, you and your mother, and tell us a story, yeah, something very memorable about your mother. So let's get straight into it. First up, let me introduce Mel, one of the co-hosts for today. Hi. Melissa Jillian Ao. Hi, Mel. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm fine. I'm... Uh, Quite happy and looking forward to the show where I'm not going to do much. <laughs> I'm just going to watch and enjoy. One way a week. Ah, yeah. I I wanted to, but then you know, since I couldn't shave, I thought, ah, we'll forget that idea. All right, and you won't be alone today. You'll be joined by Marianne Gomez, or as we like to call her, Meg. Let's be on. Hello. Morning. Good morning. Hi. Good morning, Meg. Uh, how are you doing? Very good, thank you. This was a uh, this was unexpected. It's way too early on a Saturday morning. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, maybe maybe I should apologize to the both of you because you know it's a Mother's Day special, and you know you guys are not supposed to be doing anything by the nah. Mother's Day rule. But uh, <laughs> we're putting you guys to work, and I'm taking a break. Uh, Father Clarence is taking a break. Clarence <laughs> is taking a break. <laughs> But as you know, you know, it's nothing like mothers getting together and talking about their lives. And, you know, we like to hear more. And, you know, we thought we just give you that empowerment. Lah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> That's so, why uh, you're calling it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, just before we start the show, you know, I just like to remind our viewers about the contest that we're having. Like I mentioned earlier, you know, just uh, post a picture of you and your mother or just your mother on our Facebook page. You know, tell us a story and, you know, we might pick a couple of winners later on. So I'm sure you'll tell, uh, you'll tell our viewers more about that. But, you know, just to give you an example, let me just, uh, if I can, just uh, bring out a picture of me and my mother. I don't know if you can see this. Okay, that's that's me. Uh, my hand around my mom like a like my buddy, and, and uh, just so an interesting story. You know, at 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 this age, I just entered uh, high school. You know, it was like form one or something like that. And you know, for us in Malaysia, form one, form two, we are in af in the afternoon session, and I had to walk to school, and I used to have bouts of migraine. You know, and you know what my mom did actually was she decided, okay lah, this is quite wimpy of me, but she decided to walk with me with an umbrella to school you know so you know that was uh, and i would tell her no 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 don't do that but you know she said no i'm just going to the supermarket you know, you know i'll just follow you and then just as we we're approaching the school i tell her okay go 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 now go now you know but you know but uh, you know we will be talking about sacrifices of uh, mothers today and you know i certainly would, would you know one of the stories that i remember that you know how she sacrificed every day walking me with umbrella there just to protect me from my bouts of migraine so uh, just before i go to like to wish my mother my sister my mother-in-law very happy mother's day and now i'll hand over the show to you all i'll be doing is just to have a drink and my yao chao kuei you know so enjoy the show guys this is the live special mother's day special live with mel and mac take it away have a good break Morning, everyone. <laughs> so good morning. Nice. good morning. As we all know, the month of May is the month where we all honor the Queen of our hearts, our mothers. You know, now being mothers ourselves, we now know that it's definitely not a simple task. <laughs> From dusk to dawn, you know, <laughs> our, our job is just uh, ne is never really over. <laughs> 24 yeah, hours today. <laughs> now we really know it, especially with this whole CMCO thingy, we actually feel it. 
like it's a test. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, tomorrow is Mother's Day, so therefore they've made us, you know, work one day before Mother's Day before we can actually relax. <laughs> Enjoy, <la>. yeah. <laughs> so being Mother's Day and all, it's normally one of the two days where we're granted a day off. So that's why we work today. Why right? was two days? What's, yes. what's, what's the other day that we're given a day I, off? I would assume our birthdays. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> left uh, left to be discussed. <laughs> anyway, well, tomorrow our husbands and our children may just step up and treat us for a day. Today, yeah, today we're just going to do something special. All right. So now, without further ado, let's bring on our, uh, we bring on our first, we have uh, three guests, three mm-hmm. moms. Mm-hmm. Now, we bring on our first mom. Her name is Catherine. She's a young mother. Her firstborn will turn one next week. And she's a full-time music teacher as well. Fantastic. Hi, Hi Catherine. Catherine. Hi. Hi. Good morning. How are you today? I'm actually feeling very sleepy right now. <laughs> High five, sister. <laughs> yeah. You stay up the whole night. Uh, <laughs> my daughter, she decided to, you know, start crying. And then, uh, yeah, I had to to uh, put her back to sleep and everything. So, But I kept waking up a few times at night. Lah, so, uh, okay. yeah, we've, we've all been through that. Yeah, don't we all <laughs> yeah. know that too well? <laughs> <laughs> so your daughter's gonna be turning one soon. How how has yes. life been like? You know, being a mother is is it anything like you expected it to be? Well, um, I think <laughs> my life has like completely changed, la. Yeah, I, I never imagined that motherhood would be like a twenty four hour thing. I mean, we did watch our moms do everything for us, but didn't expect it to be like you know really on the clock mm-hmm. so yeah and even sleeping time it's not really sleeping time oh, <laughs> yeah. eating time is not really eating time you just have to gobble up your food and yeah so but it's been amazing um uh i'm also trying to keep up my energy with my daughter so she really uh, keeps me going, which is good because I tend to be lazy at times. <laughs> so, yeah. Motivation. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so what what was your biggest fear prior to being a mother? I mean, now you know that it was nothing like you expected it to be. I think all of us are the same. We went into this also not knowing that it's going to be a 24-hour yeah. job, you know? Because yeah. looking at our mothers do things and then being a mother itself, it's like two different seats of this yeah. whole ball game, you know? So what was yeah. your fear prior to being a mother? I think my biggest fear was that I wouldn't be equipped enough for her like um maybe materialistically and also mentally lah. yeah i wouldn't be able to say that i'm good enough to be her mother yeah so that would that was my biggest fear has that has that fear changed though yes it has because uh because she's my daughter and i think i know her best so what i do for her Definitely. is my best yeah so it's been good. Yeah. I'm glad you said that. You are. You are the best for her. <laughs> yes, you are. Definitely. I mean, yeah. amidst, amidst all of this, right? I mean, I'm sure you have many, you have had many happy moments with her as well. You know, tell, tell us, tell us about um, maybe one happy moment that you've shared with her. Um, I would think that my happiest moment would be the day that I gave birth to her. Although, you know, through that labor pains and everything, but (laughs) when she finally arrived, uh, I didn't know a doctor was holding her. And when he passed her to me, uh, you know, in the movies, you will see babies crying all the time, right? (laughs) But she wasn't crying. So I was like wondering, why, why, why is she not crying? But she was actually looking all around the room, like with her big eyes. Yeah, so uh, it was amazing. And then finally, she looked at me and then she looked at my husband. So I think that was probably the happiest moments. Yeah, yeah th- that moment is going to go down in history for the rest of your life. <laughs> yes, definitely. 
uh, Catherine, you are a full-time uh, music teacher. We hear. Yes, I am. Uh, I teach okay. at the national school. Nice. So, but um, being a working mother, you know, there are many different challenges as well. You know, what what would you say would be, um, you know, some some of the challenges that you faced so far? Uh, I think one of my biggest challenge would be the be time management, um, managing my time to be her mother and also doing my work. Um, I mean, fulfilling all the, the things that are needed at work as well at the same time, because it can be quite challenging at work. Mm -hmm. So and then uh, this girl, she can be quite demanding at times. So <laughs> but uh yeah, uh, I think that would be time management, lah. I would mm -hmm. say. Yeah. Okay, now with your daughter going to be turning one soon, you mentioned yeah. that she's going to be turning one this month, right? Yeah. That's going to be so <laughs> exciting. But what yeah. would you say has been the most difficult part for this whole journey for you, you know, uh, in the past one year? I think the most difficult part is that when... Uh, when my husband and I, we finally get something right, like with her routine, and then she evolves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's going to be happening all throughout your life. Kind of puzzle. With my friend's children as well. And yeah. uh, the thing is, like, I've, we've only had her, like, you know, I mean, when I was pregnant, and also now almost 12 months. And every month she's changing, or every mm -hmm. other week, is changing so <laughs> my husband and I were like what it's changing again <laughs> well it's going to be a very interesting journey and a very beautiful one as well so enjoy yeah. that journey take it all yeah. in soak it all up and just yeah. have fun with it don't be too hard on yourself because I think we all learned oh. that lesson yeah. <laughs> enjoy, enjoy it while you can yeah. <laughs> this is like the much. best time ever <laughs> oh no <laughs> All right, so Catherine, thank you so much for sharing with us your story. And, you know, it's nice to go back in time and think of our firstborns as well and that that moment, you know. So we'll be bringing you back a little later on. But for now, uh, it's time for us to bring on our second mother. Yeah, we'll see you All soon, right. Catherine. You. Thanks, Catherine. <laughs> All right, so our second mother is Natalie. She's a writer and a full-time mom with uh, three children. So hello, Natalie. Hi, good Hi, morning. Lily. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. And thank you for having me on the show. You've invited me to speak about something that I'm most passionate about. <laughs> we I'm are glad so, to have you on. Yeah, we are so worried to get into that part of things. Yeah. You, <laughs> you have a teenage child. <laughs> okay, no, so no. Natalie. You know, having three children and active block site, I hear you've got two books as well. And I would only conclude that as a whole lot of mommyhood experience. So, you know, what would you say is one thing that motherhood has taught you all throughout these years? Well, uh, motherhood has certainly taught me a lot. Have but if we there lost was Daffy? one. Hello? Yes, we can hear you. Can? Yes. <laughs> okay. We okay. have lost Natalie. So <laughs> okay, so if you're just joining us, good morning and welcome to Catholics at Home. Uh, today, it's Mel and myself taking over the hot seat for 45 minutes. One day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've got Natalie back. Hello. Yes. Hi. Hi. Okay. You're back. Yes. So uh, to answer your question, Mag, um, motherhood, of course, has taught all of us a lot of things. But if it, there was that one most important thing that motherhood taught me, it was the power, it is the power of being a praying mother. You know, it's so important, especially when we all know it's such a challenging yet cherishable job. It's, um, it's so hard, but yet so happy. So in each time, if um, we can go up to the Lord and pray. All those challenges will move into being cherishable. Anything that's hard will move into being, you know, happy. Yeah, and so that's that's one aspect. But there's another aspect. I have also learned to be a referee. To be a referee between the three of them sometimes. I have learned to be a judge. Okay, you're right, you're wrong. And then face the backlash after that. 
I've also, I'm so happy that I've learned to dodge a ball. If I'm just walking around the room, I've, I've you know, we all learned to just reflex. <laughs> but the greatest thing that has happened is, uh, oh, uh, I have really learned to strain my vocal cords. Pick your clothes, go for a bath. I, I think I think we all have. <laughs> Absolutely. So yes, you know, I mean, it is so challenging, but it's such a cherished moment. I think it would be very difficult for any of us to to explain this um, positive and negative emotion of motherhood. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, well, I'm like, sure you're enjoying it as well, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Natalie, you were talking about, you know, praying for our children, being a praying mother, right? So, you know, for children, sometimes, you know, it, it's, it's a little difficult for them to grasp the concept of God and religion, mm -hmm. you know. So as a mother, um, how do you think um, you instill the knowledge of God in your children? Okay, so um, my journey uh, with motherhood has been over the past 16 years, and the one thing that we did, and I'd like to say jointly, my husband and I as parents, is we instill the fact right from the day they were born, or rather from the time that they were in my womb, that Jesus is the head of this household. And we will go to him no matter what, if, um, if we are, when we are happy, when we are sad, we go to him a lot in gratitude. So on doing this, right from a young age, we've managed to sow a seed, which is, okay, it could be a habit, you could call it today. But, uh, it, you know, doing something every day eventually will become a cherished moment. So start young. Start when your child is really young. Introduce Jesus, Mother Mary, introduce your religion to them at a very young age. And for sure, it will stay on forever. No doubt about that. <laughs> because lovely. I'm sure there are, there are, there are many, uh, many challenges as well, because children these days, they're so advanced, you know, with technology uh -huh. and, and everything. Oh, yes. And they are, they are so vocal, you know, they have their own opinions. <laughs> and, and, and they're exposed oh, to so much more, you know, than, than us when we were growing up, you know. Exactly. So, I mean, the, what, what, what are some of the challenges that, that you face when approaching the topic of um, God and religion and, you know, um, teaching them about God and instilling it into them without them, you know, coming back to you and say, you know, my friend says this, you know, and I, I, I at school is this and that, you know, they don't believe in God, you know, stuff like that. Don't we all know that? <laughs> Actually, Mel, to let you know why I talk about our children, I'm sure you, I did it when I was young. I didn't want to go to Sunday school. It was boring. I didn't want to say the rosary. So can you imagine an entire generation or two after me is still with how much more they would be doing it. But yes, um, this area certainly falls into the category of boring, not fun, not interested. Uh, you know, with social media and internet and um, things like that. But um, if, there's, if there's one thing that has helped us, um, my husband and I have both got involved in ministries of the church that involve children. For example, we are involved in the, um, the Sunday school, the altar service very soon, the choir. And um, uh, maybe, maybe right now it could be a matter of they are forced to come along. But in doing that, eventually, <laughs> sounds familiar. <laughs> you know your your children listening right now going, yeah, she admitted that they forced us into this. <laughs> I wonder what it's going to be when we are back to normal, and if they're going to say, "Oh, you forced me to." <laughs> but, um, but yes, in in doing that, it um, uh, now is um, a family ministry because we go to church together, we go to Sunday school together. And when you do something as a team and as a family, I believe it will always work out, you know. So um, we are on a learning path. Uh, we are, of course, I'm certainly a bit older than you, but I'm, but I've not yet, um, you know, reached that point of uh, that perfect point of knowing what it is to be a perfect parent. So we are on a learning path. 
You know, since you've mentioned this, do you believe that there is such a thing being a perfect parent? Because I think <laughs> we all strive to reach to that point, but it seems unattainable to a certain extent. No, that's no perfect. <laughs> Mel said it. <laughs> but Mel and Mark, don't you believe that you are a perfect mom? You should believe. <laughs> so far from that, I, I think my son would disagree. <laughs> true, true. So like we'd all like to believe that we are perfect parents. But um, yes, reaching perfection is not something that can ever come about. But um, we can reach near perfection. And I can say that with conviction because I am a daughter of a near perfect mom. So uh -huh. I can stand up and say that, yes, uh, a particular person can reach to being a perfect person, a near perfect person. So, so it really yeah. depends on the child to say that the parent <laughs> is perfect or how do we <laughs> It's always teamwork. <laughs> <laughs> well said, well said. Earlier you mentioned that you've learned to be a referee, you've learned to be a judge, but in reality, right, you're a full-time mom, you know, you've got other responsibilities as well. You're a wife, you're a daughter, uh, you're a writer as well, you've got a full-blown blog, you know, I'm sure you've got a uh, certain time that you've put together, this is for this, this is for that, this is for that. But how do you manage, you know, having so many roles to sit in and, you know, knowing that you've got three children who all need your attention equally as much? <laughs> well, um, in this area, what has really helped me is um, my ability to, to be orderly. So as a person, I, I like orderliness. I like to be, um, uh, you know, keep things ready. I like to plan so getting your things ready before time, being orderly, good time management skill. If you are unable to divide your time to first your priorities, which I believe is your family and your children, then to other matters, uh, things you know just slide in very easily. And um, I do make it a point to have some of my me time because uh, if I'm unable to um, love myself, how will I love my children? If I am not happy myself, how will I be make the people around me happy? And no, my me time involves, you know, taking care of what's going on up here. <laughs> <laughs> because if, if this is this array, the day, the time, the moment just goes out of control. So mindfulness sitting in silence in prayer a little bit of um, christian meditation mm -hmm. is um, what helps me juggle these various roles um, to the best that i can you know juggle them i think that's brilliant advice <laughs> but here's one thing brilliant if i advice. sit down in silence i was going i'm going to just sleep <laughs> <laughs> i think i would do the same <laughs> Natalie yeah. for sharing Thank your story you, with us. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you, Natalie. Just like Catherine, we'll bring you on a little later on. Yeah, yeah for now, just uh, relax and watch the next mom. So, uh, Mel, who do we have next? Okay, our next, um, our next mom, our final mom on the show is uh, Joyce Tupas. Uh, she's a full-time mom. Uh, she's a full-time stay-at-home mom. Um, who's a, uh, She adopted her son when he was a toddler. Hi Joyce. Hi Joyce. Hi. Good morning. Morning. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you. Very good. <laughs> How are you? Okay. So are you like taking both Saturday and Sunday off because it's a Mother's Day weekend or you know you still have to cook for the boys? I will still be cooking, but not, <laughs> not for lunch today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. On the show, so no time to prepare for lunch. So oh, I say okay, order in. <laughs> okay, so I, you I didn't prepare breakfast today, so yeah, so they started out to buy. They've started <laughs> we went out to buy. Yeah. Very nice. So tell us uh, how did you and your spouse come about deciding to adopt? You know, was adoption a difficult decision? Uh it wasn't a difficult decision for me. But uh initially um because we tried for a while, maybe about six years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And okay. then um, in the end, uh, we did do an IVF cycle. 
Yeah, we did. And um, I conceived, but my baby didn't grow, so uh, we lost the baby. And then uh, a friend of mine was talking about adoption, and yet another friend uh, actually said that, um, or rather was actually in the process already. So I had some friends who were going through it, mm-hmm. and then um, I just told Rod, hey, why don't we just register anyway? <laughs> so it, I, it, I was like, okay, I think it will take a while because everyone was saying like it would take a year or more. Mm-hmm. So we were like, okay, so let's try. But uh, I think initially, Rod wasn't all 100% in. He wasn't sure yet. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was telling him, we'll just register. And if it was meant to be, and if it happens, I mean, they will, of course, they will come back to us and ask us first, and then we'll see if it's ready by then. Mm-hmm. So because if we didn't do it, uh, we, I was already like 30 at that time. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, we didn't do it now. I don't want to be an old mother. <laughs> like, <laughs> I won't have that energy anymore. And Rod's six years So, yeah, I'm like, well, I still have the energy. Let's try. So, and at that time, I just quit my, my full-time job as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so we went on this journey. I, I quit because um, after the IVF treatment and, and all that was quite uh, emotionally. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and yeah. I was working, but Rod was saying, no, I think it's too stressful. Maybe you take a short break. So it was during that break that uh, we decided. And then I, I went through a process. But the funny thing was it, it all happened, like, I think within a month. <laughs> it was, oh, we didn't have a year to prepare ourselves. That's very, very fast. That's very fast. I mean, not, not, every, um, not everyone can actually, you know, accept... Um, Adopting. Um, adopting someone yeah because you know the you 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 at the back of your mind you would think like hey you know i mean this your son or your daughter is not biologically yours so i mean you know how did you what what, what are some of the fears that you know you had to overcome um you know re, uh raising a child that is not biologically yours or you know like how how did you accept that fact it never crossed my mind <sighs> at all lovely <laughs> yeah, very nice but what uh, my fear was more for Darian, for my son, okay. like um, whether he would be able to uh, like um, discuss it openly and things like that, uh, whether he would feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was more like for my child, for, mm-hmm. for Darian rather than for myself, because for me, it just never crossed my mind. Yeah. Nice. But I did nice. not have that fear at all. Yeah. Did, was Darian aware of his adoption all throughout, or was there a certain age that y'all decided, okay, we will tell him that he is adopted? You know, how did he respond to that? Yeah. Uh, well, Darian was uh, 15 months when he came to live with us. So mm. that was like the perfect age, right? <laughs> I think it's the most fun age to be with a kid. So uh, when he was 15 months, of course, he, he at that time, he could not uh, understand. Yeah. Yeah, so we didn't uh, really talk to him about it at mm-hmm. that time. But he already understood that he was living in foster care and he already understood that he was coming to live with, with another couple. Yeah, and um, his foster parents were very nice. They kept saying that you're going to your your mom and dad. They kept saying you're going to your mama and your papa, you know, that kind of thing. Very so nice. um, I think that he, he sort of understood. And it all happened so fast that... Um, when uh, initially we were allowed to bring him out like on dates <laughs> so we just we had a few hours with him every day so okay. it, it was nice. like yeah maybe within a week a few hours every day we just had to bring him home at a certain time so curfew. <laughs> we were not yeah we had a curfew time and we were not prepared right because um uh, we thought we had like a year and then suddenly mm. they said, hey, come meet meet this little one. So we're like, okay. And then they said, okay, today you'll bring him out. And we're like, okay, we had to go and get a child seat. And then we had to Responsible parents from yeah, the start. Very, very. Like, all of a sudden, it's like no preparation. So all of a sudden, we had to get his bottles. Uh, we had to get like a car seat. So we went to uh, the cash converters. <laughs> we just walked in and got a car seat for him. And then the, our first date was at the zoo because that's where brought our uh, baby to the zoo. <laughs> Most of our dates were at the zoo. So we thought it would be, be fun for a 15-month-old, right? Yeah. Definitely. 
and then um yeah so later on only when he got to uh, the age uh, because he came uh, for about a week and then after that suddenly they said okay he can stay with you the night <laughs> and then, that's nice yeah but and, it did and, work all very fast though yeah it did and then we were like oh he's staying with us today okay um they were called to check in to see if he's comfortable at the place and all that okay. and we were also um advised by the ministry because this was through the ministry in singapore yeah so we were uh actually advised by them to talk to him about adoption and mm. not to keep it from him and which we we never wanted to keep it from him anyway it was really? something that was going to be open because um rather than have people make comments and him being confused when he's older. Yeah, yeah and you don't want him living like, uh, I wouldn't, I, I don't know if I can call it a lie, but you know, if you don't tell him, then yeah, yeah, I don't think it will be right. We just start open from the start. It's not something bad, it's a blessing. It's a blessing, yeah. no matter how families are formed anyway. Yeah, definitely, so, definitely. Yeah, I told him the first time when he's about three years old <laughs> very nice <laughs> yeah no i think uh, our viewers might want to know this as well you have a very moving adoption story maybe you could share it with us a little bit um one part of the uh, adoption uh story that I, that i felt was or rather we felt was very uh was like a blessing from god um it was like um uh Actually, uh, because uh, Darian's an abandoned child, so uh, they could not find his parents. And uh, Rod actually spoke about it on radio because uh, it was uh, published that um, there was an abandoned child. So Rod was like, hey, you know, if you don't want your children, give to me, don't abandon them, that kind of thing. Little did we realize that a year later, when we actually went through the um, adoption process, and it was the same little baby that we actually oh. adopted. Yeah. <laughs> so see, my I, every time I tell a story, it's like I get goosebumps. So God works in mysterious ways. Yeah. So I was like, wow, it's like he he, he answered your prayer. It, and, <laughs> yeah. And and this little boy came to me. Yeah. And then and when we talked to him about it, I told him about adoption the first time. He didn't get it at first because um, there is a way. I mean, we had to read read up like, you know, I read books on adoption stories and things like how how to uh, uh, disclose to your child. So, you know, we had to learn uh, words like birth mother, natural mother, things like that. Yeah, so I tried to tell him that you were not from my tummy and then I compared him to his cousins who were from his their mother's tummy and stuff like that. So at first he didn't get it. And then we started uh, uh, watching the adoption series, Darian and I. We would watch it on TV and Very they nice. actually show like yeah, some parents um, giving their babies up and they were actually emotional and crying about it and all that. So. I told him, you see, Darian, do you understand? Like, this is what happened. Um, like, your natural mommy could not take care of you. And then, and she gave you to us. So now we are taking care of you. So we are not your natural parents. We are. And then he, I, at that point, he understood after watching the movie. And then mm -hmm. he just gave me a hug and he said, you are my only mommy and daddy is my only <laughs> So that's uh, how we reacted. So we're like, oh, okay. <laughs> that's nice. That's nice. Now, uh, Darian's already in his teenage years. You know, as he uh, grows older, you know, being adopted, what is the one fear that haunts you? You know, him being an adopted child? Uh, I still don't really have fears. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. I'm just going through that teenage phase where it's difficult, challenging, very challenging for me. I found it much much easier when he was younger but at this stage i'm finding it very very hard yeah <laughs> but, but always remember you and rod are the only mommy and daddy for darian yeah. and i think that's yeah. the, the you know that's the most important thing ever yeah. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us, Joyce. There are some messages you, uh, that have been channeled for you to read them. Maybe you can answer them later. Yeah, uh, they're saying okay. that, you know, thank you so much for sharing your story. So I think it's time for us to bring the other two moms on board as well. What do you think, Mel? Yeah, let's call Catherine and uh, Natalie back. 
Hi. Hello. Hello. Welcome back. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> okay, so if you're, you're just watching, uh, we've hijacked the show from Kachang Kevin and Father Clarence today to bring you a Mother's Day special on Catholics at Home. And it's time for us to ask common questions to the three moms for uh, this morning. So, ladies, are you ready? What would you say is the most rewarding part of being a mother? Uh, Joyce, you want to start? Yeah. Um, I think things like uh, watching them grow, um, watching them uh, achieve the little things, seeing the how uh, compassionate they are, and you know when when especially when people come up to me and say, hey, "Is that your son? Oh, he's very polite. Or oh, he's very well mannered. Things like that. It's like it's rewarding because you feel like, okay, I I've, I've done, you know what I can. I've done my best and he did receive it. Yeah, fantastic, Natalie. Uh, yes, of course, um, to add on to what Joyce says, because it is the same. But, um, you know, when you're having that little um, not so nice day and your child just comes out to you and opens up their hands and wants to give you a hug, I think that makes you feel like um, you're the most special person in the world. And it's very rewarding for me to receive that hug. Very nice. Catherine. Thanks. Okay, um, I think for me is waking up to see her smile because she every morning this girl wakes up with a smile after all the chaos that has happened at night, you know, <laughs> putting her to sleep and everything. So I think just waking up to see her smile and just wanting uh, wanting me to carry her, I think uh, that's been very very rewarding for me. Very yeah. nice. What would you say is the proudest moment you've had being a mom? Um, I think to have actually gone through the whole year with her. <laughs> <And> <laughs> well done. Yeah. Small achievements. Yeah. One step at a time. Yep. She's healthy and uh, she's happy. And uh, yeah, she's just full of life. And, and that's what uh, very important to both of us, lah, me and my husband, right? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Nice. <laughs> well, for me, it's been because our family has um, undergone a lot of change moving countries. So, one of the proudest moments for me as a mother is um, my children having adjusted so well in all the countries we've moved. And of course, um, to tell you that they love Malaysia. So, it's I'm really proud of them for them being able to adjust to a new country. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, I think uh, when, because Darian had a very, very severe eczema, one of the worst cases in Singapore, and uh, the way that, and it lasted for over three years, like severe eczema for over three years, and he was so brave. He even had to face um even adults in public who will come up to him and say, what happened to your face? Things like that. But he faced it all. He just braved everything. He, he just like, I, I asked him, do you want to go out today? Are you fine? And he said, yes. As long as I was there, he was fine. You know, so I think he went through the pain. He went through the bleeding. He went through the suffering. He went through hospital specialists. Everything I had to put on him from head to toe, screaming and crying whenever he showered. But... He just went through it so bravely. He still went to school. And there was a time where he went to school for over a month with one eye closed because it affected his oh, eye. No. He had an ulcer in his eye. Mm -hmm. And it was so bad that he couldn't see. And he still went to school and he still like braved it every single day. He never said that, oh, no, no, I want to see him today. Or I don't want to face anyone. Even with his friends telling him he's ugly or whatever, he just faced it very bravely and even made jokes. I mean, because Rod always jokes, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, we try and do it with humor. Um, so, you know, he even said once that I don't need a Halloween co costume mom for this Halloween, things like that. But he did it like so briefly and I, I, I've just been very proud of him throughout the, sure. that time. Yeah. Very nice. Very touching. Like your story is all going to make us cry at the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> <Very>. <laughs> 
Okay, next question. Now, if you go, if you could go back in time to a moment uh, where you enjoyed or cherished the most in your life as a mom, when would that be? Joyce, <laughs> they're all waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, cherished moments, is it? That one time in your life, you know, that you cherish the most. Um, okay, there was one time where, um, uh, actually there's more than one, but <laughs> uh, this time when he was really, uh, well, he was around four years old and then we, we went to, uh, we were on a trip uh, on a little holiday in Phuket and then he, uh, he used to bring his little scooter around wherever he went, like for a whole year from the time he was three years old to four years old. So we let him bring it with him. Uh, and then um, he saw these like other boys. He made friends with another four-year-old, a boy in Thailand. And this boy had never seen a scooter before. And after he let the boy play with it, and then we saw the kids playing outside with no toys and all. They were playing in the rain. They were playing with ice and things like that. And Darian actually told us that he wanted to give his scooter away to the boy. And that was like, Rod and I was like, thank you, God, for this blessing. <laughs> so that was like, a really cherished moment for me i'll never forget that at four years old he could give up something that he treasured so much and we never promised him another he just said that he wanted to share it he wanted to give it away very nice right. so nice natalie yourself no doubt about it the birth of my children first with my daughter and then the twin boys i don't think i'll ever forget that day and um you know, the R, specifically the R that they were born. It's, it was just um, something that I'll always cherish in my heart. Catherine. Um, yes, I think I share the same thing with Natalie. It's the day Emma was born. And uh, also, uh, I would like to take the memory of being with her this whole MCO. Because uh, just right before MCO, I think I was quite stressed up with work and everything and I just asked God, God really I want some time with Emma and also my husband and then two days later MCO was announced. I think I think throughout this whole conversation we realized that God really does answer our prayers, you know, <laughs> and he hears <laughs> everything we say. <laughs> so be careful what you wish for. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, next question. Now, our mothers, being Asians, right? Our mothers all have the saying, wait till you have your own children, <laughs> then only you'll know, okay? So what is the one line that you're perhaps famous for? Natalie? Uh, oh, you want to hear the good or the not so good? <laughs> <laughs> Whichever you want to disclose. Pick one, pick one. <laughs> yes, um... Uh, of course, the good one is always um, telling them that I love them and they answering back. That's, you know, I cannot ask for anything more. It's the most joyful moment to say I love you and to have them say it back. But, and the not so good one is a countdown that I have. Five, <laughs> four, three, two, one. Okay, that sounds familiar. <laughs> hey, she's quite patient, okay? I only go from three, two, one. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Joyce, what about you? I don't I can't I can't think of it. Um and I, I can't do countdowns anymore. He's 18. <laughs> he doesn't care. He's like so what? <laughs> no more. <laughs> now it's now it's just the letting go part which is tough for me. Okay. Catherine. Okay. And uh, I think I can't do countdowns yet. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just Emma. Emma, 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 <laughs> yeah, she's calling her name, or, or rather her full name, la. yeah. <laughs> we all know that the moment your mother calls your full name, full you're name, in trouble. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, she's calling you. <laughs> we, we're going to ask you a last question before we bring in the last video. Question, yes. Yeah, and yeah. then we will talk about your mothers to wrap up the show this uh, this morning. Yeah, so Mel, what's the last question? Okay, now, you know, as mothers, um, sometimes we tend to suffer in silence, you know, um, and, and we struggle on this journey and we have no one to talk to, you know. So, you know, what... Um, 
what do you think, uh, what, what advice would you give other, um, other mothers out there who are suffering in silence at this moment? Yeah, who think that they, they've done your best and they really cannot do anything else already. Like, yeah. oh, I give up. <laughs> I don't want to do anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Catherine? Um, I think uh, I would like to look at examples that we have in uh, the treasures of our faith, actually. Um, to look to the example of Mother Mary and even the saints like St. Monica, St. Elizabeth, and if you read about like how they uh, lived their lives, I'm sure they went through the same things as we did. Like, uh, yes, I'm a new mother, but I think every time I face a challenge or a situation, I would think like, what would have Mother Mary done? I'm sure she would have felt the same way. So to just look to these examples and know that you are actually doing your best and uh, God has given this privilege to each of us as a mother, as a gift, and uh, it's beautiful. So everything that you go through and you experience with your children is going to be a beautiful one. Yeah. So sweet. So nice. Lovely. <laughs> Natalie? Yes, um, on the similar lines, um, I think for a mother who has reached that point, the best I can tell her is to place your worries at the foot of the cross because then the battle belongs to him. You know, and if I can share a simple prayer that I've learned from my mother, and I've been saying for the past 16 years, Mother Mary, help me to go through the sacrifices in order to be a good mother. It's just simple, and it always has come to my rescue. Nice. nice prayer. Yeah, I'll remember yeah. that. <laughs> what I do is I, I pray as well and I take time off for myself now now that I'm older <laughs> and solitarian so at this stage uh, like I said I find it the most challenging stage for me it was much easier I mean as much as I had to go through as younger even when when Darren was younger even whether when I was working um, when I stopped work when I was working part-time whatever I had to juggle does not compare <laughs> to what I'm going through right now with a teenager. So uh, uh, I do say my prayers more and then I look to Mother Mary and um, I also take time for myself. Like I will do my own stretching, my yoga, I'll listen to my own music. I'll just go to my room, switch on the music or I do my painting because I do art, right? So it just, it just helps me to feel more centered and then come back to it. It's just that I, I actually never thought this is something that was unexpected to me. Um, this phase, I didn't think that I would have so much challenges in this phase. Yeah, I thought I would be able to manage it better, but I'm not doing a very good job, I feel. So I, think, doing a I, think, yeah, I think you're doing a fantastic job. I think we do our best every day. Like Natalie said just now, you know, uh, <laughs> there is such a thing as reaching perfection. <laughs> oh, no, I try to just step away, step away most of the time. Yeah. All right. So if you're a mom and you're watching and you think, you know, you, you've done your best and you're suffering in silence, you know, take time off uh, to concentrate on yourself first, you know, offer up a prayer. And there's always other mothers that you can perhaps reach out to and have a chat with. You never know, yeah? There'll be someone who can listen to you and reach out for help. Okay, so we're going to play you a video about what children think about their moms. Okay. And we'll come back and chat more with our mothers after this. My mommy is the love of my life. My mommy is my queen. She's my commander. My mommy is my best friend. She's my protector at all times. My mommy is my doctor for me. My mommy is my chef. My mommy is my super woman. My mother is my guide. My mommy is my parent. My mommy is my pillow. Uh, my mommy. My mother is my favorite person. A superhero. To me, my mother is a unicorn with bright lights. She is a superstar. Mommy likes to play with me. My mommy to me is a person that I can look up to and talk to whenever I feel like it. 
My mother is amazing teacher. My mother is my favorite person. She is a nice, kind person that gives us presents. Mommy is like my doctor. Oh, so sweet. So when you step into motherhood, you become everything. Okay, from yeah. a doctor to your children's personal yeah, chef, no. <laughs> referee and judge. We'll go through those stages all throughout our life as a mother. And I and I think as we speak of our roles as mothers as well, we too owe a lot to the amazing women who have raised us to be the amazing women we are today, right? So I believe, ladies, all have a picture of your mom. So we're going to take a look at these lovely pictures of your moms right now. Okay, never mind. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Yay! Can you your mom? Yeah, my mom. <laughs> Natalie? Yes, <laughs> mom. Here, Joyce has both her mom and her mom-in-law. Pretty cool. Oh. <laughs> okay, so ladies. Yeah. yeah, go ahead, what, Mel. What, um, what is the one thing you remember your mom for? Joyce? Oh, um, oh, oh. She, although I don't think she knows it, but she's a very strong woman. She's been through a lot. Um, she is strong. She's compassionate. She's worked all her life and she's still working now. And um, she works very hard. So she's very hardworking. She's very compassionate and she's very generous and very soft hearted. <laughs> so these are the things she has shown me. I mean, I didn't live with her all my life. And uh, most of the time, I was a latchkey kid. I was alone at home, I mean, with my little brother. Uh, but most of the time she was working split shifts and all that. But um, and even till now, she always says, as long as my children are happy, I'm happy. And she made a lot of sacrifices for us. Very nice. Yeah. Nat Nat <laughs> Natalie, yourself? Yes, of course. Uh, the power of being a praying mother and her selfless service, uh, you know, especially service to the poor is what I have learned from my mom. May she rest in peace. But she's left a legacy for us to follow, and that is prayer. Very nice. Um, I think what I remember about my mom is that uh, of her perseverance and her faith, she just has complete faith in God and perseverance. She she works really hard, and sometimes I think she doesn't realize that uh, we do know it, you know. Uh, but she just really worked very hard for us, and she sacrificed so much for the three of us, me and my siblings, and uh, we are so grateful to that for for what she's done for us. Yeah. Now, if you look back in time, what would you say is the best advice your mom ever gave you? Um, I think the best advice would be, <laughs> because at that time I was uh, in the midst of uh, choosing my career path. And uh, she, she sort of like made us do our piano lessons. You know, it was uh, something that, was, that we couldn't argue about. You know, so we had to do our lessons uh, till and do our grades. And she said, "You, you will, you will thank me for this one day." And uh, I did because today I'm actually a music teacher, and uh, yeah, I'm really, really thankful for that <laughs> because uh, she said, "You know, you you have this music to fall back on if you don't have um, what you wanted." Yeah, so I'm really, really grateful and thankful for that. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie. Uh, yes, um, of course, it will be surrounded with prayer. And if you would allow me to read one of the lines from one of my books, a mother prayer is the purest form of love. It nourishes, flourishes, and grows into the most personal association we humans have, one of mother and child. Beautiful. Joyce. Uh, yeah, my mom always used to tell me uh, God is great. So she always say God is great. No matter what you're going through, you will get through it. 
and she told me that the first time when uh, I was very little and uh, she she saw a beggar on the street, my mom only had like, I think $5 on her and she just gave it all. And she said, God is great. And she told me a story of when uh, I was a baby. Uh, she was in church with my dad and they were kneeling down and praying. And she was praying. She said, can I just find money on the floor to have milk for my child? That's all I need. And then suddenly this, she saw money in my hand while she was carrying me. I was facing the back. And then turn around, she saw that there was a lady there and she told my dad and she wanted my dad to turn around and they were going to ask the lady, you know, something or, or thank her or something. But she disappeared. She said, that's Mother Mary. <laughs> so she, since then, she always told me, God is great. God is great no matter what. It's okay. Money you can always find, you can always work for, but God is always there for you. So no matter what, she said, just give. Yeah. I think we owe it all to our mothers for making us the the, the women we are today. You know, so <laughs> great job to all our moms. <laughs> and I, I think uh, we've come towards the end of the show already. So, you know, thank you ladies so much thank for joining so us. Much. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for having us. Now, on behalf of the team from Catholics at Home, we want to wish all of you a blessed Mother's Day. Yeah, you guys uh, remember that you're enough and you're doing a fantastic job. Oh. Don't ever doubt yourselves on that. And I think like, you know, everything we gathered from all your your stories is that God does listen to everything we, we ask Him for. So just be patient and everything will be okay. Yeah, have faith. <laughs> yes. Happy Mother's Day to all of you. Happy yeah. Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, especially okay. to Mel and Mag. Yes. Thank well, you. <laughs> so we will see you soon. Uh, you guys take care and stay safe. Bye -bye. Thank you. you. Bye. Bye. Now, remember, as we honor and celebrate the women we call our mothers, uh, we also have a contest going on. So, Mel, you want to tell us a little bit about the contest? Yeah. Uh, okay. So, what we need you to do is you sub, uh, you show us, uh, submit a photo of your mom on our Facebook page, which is uh, Catholics at Home Podcast, uh, and then share with us a fond memory of your mom, something you remember your mom for. So uh, don't forget to hashtag Catholics at Home Mother's Day. That's right. And do exactly what these three mothers have done. <laughs> they had a little story about their mom. Yes. And we want to see the picture of your moms as well. <laughs> and okay, you so might just win a prize from Father Clarence. Oh. <laughs> from Father Clarence. That'd be interesting. <laughs> Speaking of Father Clarence, shall we bring him on and um, ask him for a special blessing for all mothers out there? Can. Yep. So we won't let the mothers go just yet. We'll have Father bless us all. <laughs> Hi, Father. Hi, Hi. Father. <laughs> Looks like you 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 got me in because of the gift or because of the prayer. I'm not too sure. But... <laughs> <laughs> there's always there's always something behind that stone, like you know. <laughs> of course, of course, but of course. You know, uh, it's been great. It's been great. I think. Uh, thank you very much for being on the show. Thank you uh, for you know uh, giving us a break on this Saturday morning. <laughs> but it, it's a great day uh, and I, I would like to just take a moment to to pray to pray for all mothers yeah, for the wonderful things that you all do uh, many things that are that are not said uh, many things that are not shown uh, but the best gift that I can offer this morning is to say a prayer for all mothers uh, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit Amen uh, wherever you are home uh, with your family uh, let's let's take a moment to to remember our mothers. Let's remember them by name. Uh, they who have given us life and love. Uh, that we may always honor them and show them love. We also pray especially for mothers who may have lost their child or children uh, through death. Uh, during this time, they they relive that pain probably we remember them that God may give them faith hope courage we also want to pray especially for all those people who who yearn for the gift of motherhood but are unable 
uh, we pray that you know God will show them a path, a way. We also pray for mothers who have returned to the Lord, who now enjoy the rewards that Jesus has promised us, that they may experience the joy of God's kingdom. O oh, loving and gracious God, as a mother gives life and nourishment to her children, so you watch over your church. May we ask you to bless all mothers, that they may be strengthened as followers of Jesus. Let the example of their love, their enthusiasm, their joy, and their struggles, and more importantly, of their faith, shine forth to each one of us. Grant that we, their sons and daughters, may always honor them and always lift them in prayer so that they may be strengthened by your love and compassion. And so today we ask you to bless all mothers wherever they are. And may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit bless all of us. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you, Father. And thank you all, all. Thank you all who have stayed with us, you know, throughout the whole show. Um, we want to wish all of you a happy Mother's Day, and we also want to um, present to you a small video that the team at Catholics at Home has put together for all mothers out there. That's right. In the meantime, don't forget to follow us and subscribe to Catholics at Home on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Spotify. Next week, we'll resume to your usual programming with Kachan Kevin and Mark Darren Lee together with Father Clarence. We won't be here. <laughs> so till then, happy Mother's Day from God bless. Bye. Bye. My mommy is the love of my life. My mommy is my queen. She's my commander. My mommy is my best friend. She's my protector at all times. My mommy is my doctor for me. My mommy is my chef. My mommy is my super woman. My mother is my guide. My mommy is my parent. My mommy is my girl. Um, my mommy. My mother is my favorite person. A superhero. To me, my mother is a unicorn with bright lights. She is a superstar. Mommy likes to play with me. My mommy to me is a person that I can look up to and talk to whenever I feel like it. My mother is an amazing teacher. My mother is my favorite person. She is a nice, kind person that gives us presents. Mommy is like my doctor. Kind and she loves me. She helps me learn. I love my mommy studying with me. Because she loves me and cares for me. Mommy likes to play with me. My mommy can cook. What I love about her is that she is a nice and loving mom and she is the best one in the world. She sometimes teaches me how to do things so I really love her. I enjoy reading with my mother. Because she's not afraid to act weird in front of people. Her spaghetti and pasta. Because she cooks. I love her. Because she gives us hugs and kisses. Eating with me. Her cooking and food. The way she takes good care of me. When she goes to bed with me. She corrects me gently. My mommy can cook chocolate. Because she helped me in troubles. She helped me cook cookies. What I love about my mommy is that she's always loving to me.
Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, Mommy. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, Mommy. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. I love you, Mommy. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, Thank you.